auspicious occasion today because we have the pleasure of being in uh, the South African Football Association Technical Director's Office, Neil Tovey, just looking at a wonderful photo of uh, the class of 1996 uh, taken during the Africa Cup of Nations. Of course, Tovey was the captain then, Bafana Bafana were victorious and in trying to return to those days, he wears a different hat this time around as the Technical Director in charge of a very ambitious plan to return South Africa to the top three on the continent and the top 20 in the world by 2022. It's Vision 2022, and we've been discussing it every Monday night here on the home straight. Neil, thank you for talking to us. Last time we chatted to you on the phone, we touched on the issue of, um, because football development is a very broad term, and what we've been doing on the home straight is trying to educate our Afropolitans by breaking it down into small bite-sized chunks. And on the occasion that we spoke to you, we spoke specifically about working with the youngsters in that six, seven, eight, and nine year, uh, nine um, age group, and how that in, in future we could move towards for the professional teams, seeing them having their own academies, which will supply them and train the youngsters. However, outside of that, we know the, the challenge there are millions of South African kids with the hope of playing football and not many of them have access to it in, a, in an organized way. In a nutshell, how are we doing in terms of uh, trying to provide the infrastructure around the country so that kids have the access to play amateur football at, at that age, six, seven, eight, and nine? Yeah, I think uh, you even have to go... Uh, good. Uh, anyway, good day to you. Um, I think you even have to go a little bit further than that because in the six, seven, eight, nine, it even goes all the way to the 12 and it's known as a grassroot, the grassroot phase of, of development. And, and it's critical. It lays a foundation to, to a kid becoming a, a better footballer through, through his years. And it lays a foundation to, to want to, to go out there and emulate your heroes that you see week in, week out on the, on the TV and both here in South Africa and overseas. And 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 that age, those those age groups are are, are primarily around having a fun aspect to yes. to to the game because it's it's essential that you 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 have that fun element so it wants to keep them engaged. Their concentration spans, as you know, are are, are much shorter. So um, there, it's, it's pretty much around the festival and tournament type of football. Uh, we even. Um, you know, as you go about it, you, you have smaller fields, you have less players on the field, so there's more touches for the youngsters. There's, um, there's rolling substitutes, you know, in and out. Um, and, and you, you want to create this, this environment where kids are just basically having fun, but at the same time, indirectly learning about the game uh, from a technical aspect um, and definitely not a tactical aspect from that age just yet. Um, so what we're trying to do from an association is together with our uh, bringing together our provincial technical officers which are then uh, have been embarked on, on uh, doing analysis in the provinces, in the regions, in the LFAs and in the schools about how best to, to bring in uh, more coaches, more grassroots coaches. It's a big, big emphasis for us to get uh, our school coaches uh, 
not just necessarily qualified. Yes, if we can, that will be that will be even better. But just to give them a basic grounding of of coaching, so that so that we can then uh, so that that they have one, they create an interest where they are working, and two, uh, the kids are getting a, 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 an an above average coaching experience. So so that is that is absolutely vital for us. We're looking at going into the teachers training colleges to the um, universities wherever uh, teachers are engaged. Uh, obviously it can be in, in, in football football science, it can be in sports science, it can be in, in football management, wherever uh, and, and definitely in our uh, teaching training colleges to try bring into their curriculum a a basic uh, course um, football course, which is our D license or our, our and, and even so to to bring about first step uh, a parent parent sort of guide to coaching. Mm. You know, so it's not heavily involved, but it's something to give them a, a little bit of an insight into how to go about setting up a coaching uh, a, a coaching exercise. Yeah, I see. And and I, I like the fact you mentioned that D-license because just recently, um, as part of the Mandela Day celebrations, uh, the association did partner with uh, the Dutch Football Association to train up uh, 100 uh, coaches in their D-licenses uh, as part of Mandela Day. That has happened in Peter Maritzburg, Johannesburg, with Cape Town still to come, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And... Um, uh, 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 now my question is uh, where do we place uh, these people or even more who are listening to the home straight to KFM right now who hear this and say I've got an interest I want to do my D license do we have the capacity to place them in, in LFAs around the country yeah we're looking for them we're looking for the help that we can add um, you know uh, obviously they first then have to look uh, at, at going into their or associating themselves with, the, with their local uh, local football association because from there we're looking at as an organization for for the local football uh, associations to have continuous grassroots coaching coaching uh, courses uh, uh, and and that being done and festivals that will then also introduce more youngsters to the game so they just have to go down to their local football association uh, and if they're still having a hassle they can always get hold of us at, at head office uh, and we'll point them in the right, right direction we have a website that has all that information on it that talks about our, 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 our youth training mm-hmm. and then obviously the ones that get get gripped with the coaching methodology can then go in and 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 look to better themselves through all the, the courses you know and progress up the ladder and and who knows we might have have a a, a Ferguson on our hands or a Mourinho of the early days on our hands yeah. you know uh, coach a, a, a Pizzo uh, you know our local coaches that are doing so so well so yeah um you know, it, it, it's a it's a huge emphasis on us to 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 delve into and to get into that grassroots uh, um, coaching yeah. area. And um, we are not talking. We have placed, uh, as I said, our provincial technical officers are so who are doing analysis throughout each province. And there's a number of them to set up the regional structures where we then can take the grassroots programs and start identifying talent from, from 10, 11 years of age, put them into emerging talent centers, which will then set up the framework for our football-focused schools. 
So you, so a school of excellence is around the country, essentially, for want of a better term. Yeah, we're looking at a number of them. Our, 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 the situation we're in now is when I first came to the organization uh, in 2015, uh, the 20, Vision 2022 was, 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 was set up in 2012, but had a, sta- had a stagnation period of, well, I believe three years before I arrived here. And then I had to continue with it. So I've set out the foundation for, for, for the next cycle. And that cycles are, FIFA look at them in the four-year cycle yes. from World Cup to World Cup. So now that the grounding has been done, and I feel that our provincial technical officers will be, that's going to be the fun end, uh, fun, fundamental aspect. When do they start, Neil? They because we've heard a, lo- a lot about they've started already they've started in all nine in, provinces. Yeah, in all nine provinces, there's 18 of them, nine men, nine women. So we don't forget women's football, obviously, mm-hmm. which plays a tremendous role in, role in getting girls and boys together in the grassroots age group that you're talking about. Because at that age group, they play together. There's no yes. girls' football and boys' football, so they can quite easily play together and 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 play you know uh, pretty well mixed yeah mixed and mixed games and and which is great so coming back into it so we setting up we set up the fun for the foundation of our provincial technical officers which have roles and responsibilities in various aspects they are many technical directors in the province Mm. because we never had the people on the ground doing an analysis of what was happening in that lfa in those lfas the regions and 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 the province. So now uh, it's up to them to come back and say, okay, how many leagues are taking part in in that LFA? How many kids have we how got? Have how we often played? do they play? How many coaches do we have? Uh, what and, qualifications and, do those coaches have? Exactly, the databases there, schools football, where we need to bring more schools football in and create leagues for 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 schools. Uh, and, and, and as I mentioned earlier, drive the, the school teachers into, into the, the coaching courses. Also refereeing development because obviously, as you know, you can't, you can't play, uh, play a game without a referee. So there's a whole aspect. So my entire sort of uh, jurisdiction of uh, here as a technical director and head office, I have a person and persons down in, in the provinces now. So they've been four months into, into their work. They, they obviously had to, much of their first four months was, was doing an analysis, as I mentioned, so that they can come back and say... Almost like an audit, yes. Yes, an audit of what's happening, what's not happening, in areas where it's not happening, okay, how are we going to engage with people in those areas of, of, of getting leagues getting played and coaches getting uh, getting equipped and obviously to drive programs uh, in, in those regions and, and then identify regional technical officers, which are already doing, which will then set up those, uh, those emerging talent uh, centers in those regional areas uh, and then also drive, identify uh, football-focused schools, which are many academies, uh, academies as such, but... What, and some of which we have, like Clapham and those sorts yeah, of schools. We have them in the provinces. We want to just uh, drive more uh, in the regions and eventually have at least um, 27, uh, three in each province, even more. Obviously, some provinces we can get more, but that's just a starting point in, in our vision to have 27 football-focused schools, uh, which will then look into play them in a national 
league setup mm. because we want competition. You know, you can best versus the best. Yeah, you want you want to uh, uh, when you set up programs, and that's all very well setting up the programs. Because but if there's not an infrastructure for for competition, then then it falls flat. So once we've established our our, our grassroots things uh, networks. Then we're going obviously into our elite football programs, which are the emerging talent centres, the football-focused schools, the academies, uh, and looking to put them into competitive, uh, into competitive environment like we have uh, in in Gauteng at the moment, mm. uh, in our Gauteng Academy League, yes. which has academies involved with with professional clubs. Uh, they 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 um, development processes, which is working really really well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it might seem like we're sitting idle here, but we we actually not. Uh, uh Lots of work happening. But the, the, I guess what, what, what makes people impatient is that we always look at the, the final product, of course, Bafana Bafana. And you know uh, all too well the pressure of being in that, in, in that setup. And whenever Bafana Bafana doesn't perform well, then the nation um, gets somber and says, wow, well, there's no football development, which is, which is not true. And this is why we're here. We're here to try and understand that as we continue our discussion with uh, SAFA Technical Director Neil Tovey just explaining to us what they are doing here at the association to try and make sure we improve the standard and quality of football in South Africa. So uh, some of the uh, uh, people working in the admin uh, or, or previously have worked in LFAs as coaches uh, have said Ach, they've given up because uh, there are too many challenges and it's just not worth my time some have said. For instance um, uh, one or two are coming back and saying uh, there aren't enough resources down there, in, especially some of the more rural provinces uh, simple things like balls you've mentioned touches for the for the youngsters especially at that grassroots level they've got to get those touches in they've got to learn how to control the ball but when you've got 30 kids and you've got one ball it can be a little bit challenging uh, maybe some of the resource challenges and partners of the association as i look at a stack of boxes here in your office uh, how, how do we tackle those how, how far are we yeah, part of what, obviously, part of the initial setting up of the provincial technical offices was to get equipment to them. And uh, we are basically on the drive now uh, with, through getting the, the equipment down into into the regions, into the LFAs. And, and if they ever need equipment in the LFAs to host a uh, festival for, for that man, for the community, they, they just have to go to the local level LFA and then get in touch with the regional technical officer. Mm-hmm. And they will have the equipment which they will then sign for and then obviously have it and bring back. But we're trying to equip, and that's why we're looking for provincial government uh, yeah. f- sponsorships. And part of the, the, that job description is from the PTOs is to go out and source provincial because now we have, have a tangible product that they can aspire to and we have the the programs in 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 action at the moment so so we're looking for for people to invest because as an association you know we don't have limitless bounds of of cash we wish we had uh, we we wish we had you know equipment coming out our ears because it's not a case of not not wanting to we just have to try provide where we can and and so we have made a start and uh, all through the help of the Legacy Trust too, which was great. In 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 a Legacy Trust covers, you know. But we want to now make sure that these provincial technical officers are here till eternity, you know. Mm-hmm. Because if they're here till eternity, the programs will get become in, into great effect. Yeah. But as you said, unfortunately, we we get judged by Bafana Bafana. Mm-hmm. 
I wish they would judge us on banana banana. But yes, the under 17 girls are now going to a World Cup very, very soon. Their plans are in place. Uh, under 20s are uh, now embarking on, on an AFCON in, in early next year in a Kasafa tournament in December. So it's not all doom and gloom. We have it. Unfortunately, um, it's quite tight up there in, in, in international football. You just had a look at the World Cup where the likes of the, the big guns like Spain, Germany, uh, Brazil, and, and all of them went, went, went in the last four, you know, which they usually it's, it's, you could name the, the countries which are going to be in, in, in the semifinals. So it shows you that football has, has come together. It, it, it's, it's, there's no more results that are taken for a given uh, before the match. You know, you have to go out there and get the results, which we're quite capable of. And we don't have excuses for it. We need to. We've got the, the talent. I think we just have to get the right mentality, frame in mind, uh, and, I, and I believe it will start uh, coming this weekend with, with the Seychelles. Yeah, we look forward to that. Let's wrap it up with one final question, Neil. Um, as part of that uh, Vision 2022, which, which you mentioned um, had, had a bit of a lag, one of the first two points is um, this idea of creating and entrenching a football philosophy, a uniform football philosophy in South Africa that speaks about South African football, that goes out and looks at the size of our players, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, and from that develops a football philosophy, which we then adopt, and you can see right from grassroots to the senior national teams um, is is evident. When I watch football, I'm not so sure. Um, I watch a lot of junior football and teams playing differently, depending sometimes, I mean, I could be wrong, depending on who's coaching and, you know, what the tournament is how close are we to 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 having that and especially now that those are uh, uh, regional uh, technical officers are there um, is that part of their mandate yes it is I mean we have a philosophy you just have to go into the website again and the South African football philosophy the SAFP is there um, giving the the whole concept of how we as a South African nation should play the game uh, in the three areas of um, uh, Picati, which is scoring of the goals, which is a huge, which comes at the end of, of all our criteria. Third, yeah. uh, the final third, entries into the final third, looking to score goals, how we can make it better. Um, the one of Samaya uh, is our natural talent and in, in, in creativity that we have in, in, our, in our players in this country. And then it all starts off with uh, Ubuntu. You know, the camaraderie that we have, the different blends of people, uh, nation, uh, of, of race, uh, creed and color that we have in our country. So we are remarkable in this country that we have a blend mm-hmm. of, of, of a player from a very, very young age. What's very, very difficult is implementation thereof. Mm-hmm. It has been incorporated into all our coaching philosophy, into our coaching content, but Football is a global game and you can't get away from You just have to look and I'll give you some prime examples in the English football uh, uh, league. Um, you can have Man City playing in a particular style of play. Liverpool will be very similar but slightly different. Uh, Tottenham, Arsenal, Chelsea. And then you go down to the Stoke Cities. Mm. And, and, and those teams, they, they're not playing the same as the top because mm. the resources are different. But, but, but maybe, Neil, just to interrupt you briefly, isn't that because your Man City has got a lot of continental European players, same thing for an Arsenal, but a Stoke City is very much an English team with English players and so they play in a very English way? 
Yeah, but that hasn't changed. You can see that England have also adapted a different style of play through to, through Southgate. But you know, it's just you know there are, there are there's always going to be a different style of play given the fact even in one season, um, you as a coach should be equipped to change your your your, your style of play at any given moment. Uh, bearing in mind who you're playing against, where you're at home, whether you're away, the, the pitch, the weather, there's all these different components that determine how you would go into that match to play. You don't just keep the same style of play. So you're talking, so I'll give you a prime example. You're not going to go into uh, into the DRC when you're playing away. I'm just talking about a Champions League match for one of our teams, mm-hmm. uh, Sundowns for that matter. Uh, and 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 on a bumpy field and a hot conditions, and think you're gonna, uh, you know, just pass it around the edge of your penalty area, <laughs> you know. So you've got to go in there with a thought process that one yes you want to win the game. So you don't just keep your philosophy. Your philosophy might change for that game. Mm. You've got to be adaptable, and that's what the game has now brought. That's why that was very very evident at at at, at the World Cup, where you saw a whole new different blend, and that's where 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 France got it right because. They could, they had players that could be adapt to teams that defend very, very deep and look for the counter attack on you, because they had a very young team that could counter attack that counter, mm. counter the counter as it's as it's called, because they had pacey players, nice. and they could negate that. Whereas Germany, they they had they had sort of gone in there with looking at their past past uh, stars, who who were, who were slightly ages aging but not incapable but when it came to a counter-attack they couldn't get back quick enough they couldn't recover quick enough so it was a whole new concept different style of play different formalities in in where it was becoming uh, where it was going and 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 so you know football is continuously evolving so coming back to your original question about our philosophy yes we have a philosophy but our philosophy mustn't entertain all aspects of the game not just a style one style of play it must be adaptable but where we want to play to our great strengths we must still play to our great strengths because you need to you need to keep possession keep possession is very very fundamental in a game mm-hmm. but where we're lacking at the moment is not in our possession side of things it's in our movement in creating space in realizing and putting numbers and the final pass in the final third then no one will talk about about different styles, our style of play, if we're putting the ball in the back of the net. What style did we have in 96? Mm-hmm. We were adaptable. Mm-hmm. We had different styles of play. Dr. Kamala's Shoes Mashu would bring that other, that flair and everything to it. But Eric Tinkler and, 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 uh, and then the Bertelezi weren't, weren't a doctor or a shoe. So you've got to have a blend in a team, which I keep coming back to. And Sean Bartlett played differently to, to former singer, to Mark Williams, to Daniel Madow. Yeah. So, so, you know, football, although you've seen huge changes and ev- evolving the game, it still comes down to the fundamental of putting the ball. You've got to defend, stop them from putting the ball in the net, and you yourself have got to put the ball in the net. Mm-hmm. It's how you do it in the game, and, and at different moments in the game, you have to change your style, change your philosophy. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I hear we want to play. We don't want to try play like a... a a, a Scandinavian country which are very direct but when we need to play direct if it's for five ten minutes we did we did it in 96 mm-hmm. where we could bypass the midfield knock it up to a former singer who's tall and, and then hold it up and bring in our midfield in and around the area we could do that mm-hmm. when we needed to bring it through pass through the midfield with Doc and then we could mm-hmm. so you have to it hasn't changed since 96 
The game doesn't say all of a sudden it's, 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 it's now totally different. No, the same concepts, but just different persons that are involved now. And, and we have to realize that. So the philosophy, yes, we have it. We are working out in it. But you have to remember that it's a global game. Neil Tovey, thank you so much for talking to us. I think you've explained a lot. We are going to channel a few people your direction uh, who'd like to get involved, especially lots of uh, uh, passionate people who love football, uh, want to coach, especially youngsters, but uh, feel as though they don't know where to go. So we'll, we'll, we'll send all those people your way. Thank you for talking to Kai FM. It's an absolute pleasure. We want to see more people involved with the game, good people involved with the game. And we know, yes, it's time-consuming. And at this moment in time, people don't have a lot of time. Mm. But it's great to see people giving back to the game. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, Stay tuned to Kaya FM for more.